thank you. You know what I love about Christmas? Something that I, I actually look forward to. And all you guys out there, don't judge me. All right? Looking at you, don't judge me. I like those sappy Hallmark movies. Okay? Don't, don't judge me. Okay? I'm a softie. I'm watching these movies, and I, and like, now that I have a kid, I'm watching these kids, and I'm, like, crying because I'm thinking about uh, Zemi. Like, they're good. And, you know, one of the things that I love about it, about these Hallmark movies, is that they, I feel like they got it right. They got what's important right. The relationships, family, the people that we love. That they got that right because every single Hallmark movie is basically the same, right? Anybody? If you've watched one, you've watched them all. I'm telling you. <laughs> and if you go on YouTube, you can search parodies of it, and it's super funny. It's, I was watching a few of them. I was laughing. I sent uh, some to my mother-in-law because she, like, religiously watches Hallmark all the time. Every night, she, she DVRs all the movies and re-watches them later. And so I sent it to her, and, she, and we had a good laugh about that. But they got something right. The importance of relationships in our lives, the, the, the people that we love, and how sometimes we can get distracted with work and the things around us, or being distracted by uh, the, the trials of life. Yeah, how many of you ever had trials this past year, past two years, three years? You guys went through some trials some difficult times, whether it be uh, physically or relationally, emotionally. There, there are things that we've gone through. COVID has taken us through a whirlwind of stuff. Yeah? And we're, it seems like we might be able to come out of it and we're starting to heal a little bit more. But one of the things that I've noticed is the fractured relationships that has that has come into the world because of this. It has split families down the middle. It has pulled people apart where normally they would be so close. And it's such a sad thing. It's a sad thing that's happening in our world right now. And so, you know, what it, just referencing the Hallmark movies, to come back to what's important, the importance of the relationships in our lives, the loved ones that we have around us, to, to put some of the differences aside and to really love on each other. One of the, uh, what the Bible says in Romans 13, 8, it says, Owe no one anything. Owe no one anything except to love each other. Except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Owe no one anything. If you want to... If you want to give somebody something, if you feel like you owe somebody something, then it should be love. That's powerful. How many of you feel, feel like you owe people love? Some of you? Some of you are like, people don't deserve my love. <laughs> and, it, and unfortunately, the holiday season brings that out in us. You, you got these family gatherings that happen once a year, and you see these people once a year, and they drive you nuts, right? It happens. 
And that's another strain on the relationships, on the family. And so you ha- we have these things that are pulling us apart and keeping us away from having these meaningful, loving relationships. Amen? And God challenges us. He challenges you and me in order to push past those things or to fight for relationships, to be in good relationship with all people. In John 15, 13, it says, Greater love had no, no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. That love that this is, Jesus is the reason for the season. Yeah? Have you heard that phrase before? Jesus is the reason for the season? It's because he really is. He was the one that came down to earth and he showed us the greatest love that anybody could ever show us. The greatest love that anybody could have shown you, could have shown me. That he gave his life up and he chose and willingly obeyed to die for you and for us, for me, for my sins and your sins. So that we can have a relationship with God. The whole reason why he came to earth is for relationship with us. Because sin separated us from, the, from relationship with God. Because God is perfect and holy There's no way that he could be in communion or be in relationship with with sin. And so he came and he sent his son, Jesus, to, to be the sacrifice for sin. So that when we believe in him, when we choose to believe in him and trust in him for our salvation, then we become washed clean. His blood covers our sin. And when God looks upon us, he can now have relationship with us because Jesus' blood and his sacrifice on the cross. Amen? That's why Jesus is the reason for the season. He is the reason. Like, he came into the world, and he left the world, and he's going to come back. Amen? I love it. So good. Yeah, we had this. Uh, we had a unashamed camp. I think it was a few years ago. And our, if you don't know what Unashamed is, it's, it's a group of, of youth groups on the island. And we just want to love on the youth here on this island. And we put on youth camps every summer, every winter. And it's been kind of hard with COVID. But we're doing a day, uh, day camp this, uh, this coming winter break. So if you want more information, uh, head over to unashamedhawaii.com and you can find out the information there. But we had this youth camp. And the theme was, if it were your last. If it were your last. So if it is your last day on earth, if it was your last week on earth, month on earth, year on earth, what would you do? And this was the question that we posed to all of the youth. And that was the theme for the camp. And if it were your last, if this was your last camp, if this was your last school year, because we had a bunch of seniors coming, uh, coming through. And if this was your last year on the campus, on your high school campus, what are you going to do? How would you live your life? If this was the last time you're ever going to see somebody, how would you share your faith? Would you love on them more? Would you not love on them? And so this, this mindset that, that if this were my last, if this was my last Christmas, if this was my last time I'm going to see these people in my life, how would you act towards them? And you think about for that for a second. How would, you, how would you do things differently from previous years? Sometimes that's a tough, tough question to ask, and we don't know. We don't know. But I want to challenge you to begin to, to start to think a little bit more like that. 
especially if we're thinking about relationships and the importance of relationships in our lives and the loved ones that we have, living each day as if it were our last, like we don't know. You know, the Bible says that tomorrow is not promised to us. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's why it, the Bible also says never, never let the, the sun set on your anger. Don't go to bed angry. How many of you ever went to bed angry at your, at your significant other? Yeah. It doesn't work out too well. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's so important for us to, you know, the guys choke down the pride, say we're sorry, even if we may be right, say sorry, I'm sorry I offended you, I'm sorry I hurt you, I love you. And women, don't, don't hold it against us. Just forgive us too. <laughs> Love on us too. Never going to sleep while you're angry. Cherishing every moment. I, uh, I don't know, some of you know, Pastor John had, uh, had COVID. And so we were all together. So we were all in quarantine. And my wife put me in quarantine. She threw me in the back room. And I couldn't see my daughter. And... The first couple of days, she wanted to see me, and she's like, Daddy, go! Daddy, go! And I was like, oh, Mickey, you are the worst person right now. Because I already took a COVID test. It was negative. It was like, I should be able to see her. What are you doing to me? And I was, I was a, super upset for the first few days of, this, of me being in quarantine. And I just came out. Today's my last day. So I was like, yes, I'm free. Thank you. Yes, you can clap for that. And I was, and I had the worst attitude for the first few days. And I was blaming my wife, I'm blaming Mickey. And it's like, it's your fault. I'm in here and I cannot see Zemi. <laughs> but, you know, but we all have different uh, levels, I guess you could say. You know, she, levels of comfortability. Yeah, some, some of us are more comfortable, some of us are less comfortable. And so I had to honor that, and it, like I had moments with God, and God was like, you know what, just honor her. Love on her by, by serving her and loving on her in a way that she feels protected. Because guys, men, it is our job and our right to protect our family. Amen. That, that's our job. We are the providers, protectors, and pastors. We lead, we protect, and we provide for our family in, in different ways. And so that was one way that I could, that I could honor her and love her and, and protect her by you know, being obedient to what she wanted me to do. And so that totally changed my attitude uh, in the middle of the week. But I want to call up... Uh, Leah, Mike, Hearn, if you guys could come up and want to, yeah, you can give them a hand. Welcome. They, they've been a huge blessing uh, to the church and wanted them to share and answer, answer this, uh, this question. It's like, how did you get connected to, to Grace Bible and what has God done within your relationship as a couple and as a family? So who wants to? Okay, I guess I can start. I'll start maybe how we came to Gary's Bible. So about, I think four years ago, when this one turned four, so that was, yeah, four years ago, 
we started coming to the preschool. And from there, Mike would always say, uh, we need a church family. We need to go fellowship and, and whatnot. Me, growing up in the Catholic, um, well, having a Catholic background, I never knew what that meant. I'm like, community, family, what do you mean? We always go hang out with family every weekend, you know, extended family, birthday parties. So I never really got that until when we started attending, started getting connected, and that kind of changed the dynamics of our family. I think you know, one of the incredible blessings was when Gabriel was in the preschool, and so there were seeds being planted in his life and in his heart um, through the preschool, which was, uh, you know, and then in our family and in our lives, uh, we're watering those seeds. And so, you know, that was amazing seeing that all come together. And so Gabriel being excited about the Lord, learning about the Lord, um, and interacting with one another, and growing together as a family and um, spending time, you know, in, in the word together. Yeah, usually I'm the one that's too shy to talk. But anyway, yeah. So when he graduated, we all received the Bible from here. And pretty much this has helped us every night. It's easy to read. Um, Ariana is not quite reading yet, but she understands the stories by just looking at the pictures. So show, we just spend like five minutes. We read a story. We each rotate every night, and then we all pray. So that kind of sets the tone. Oh, well, it kind of ends our day like a family. Yeah, and, that, and that's amazing and great because you see the children's heart. It's funny with Ariana because she's she's looking at the pictures. She can't read, but she knows the stories, and so she can look at the pictures and put them together, which is amazing. And each night we take turns re, uh, praying, and uh, it's amazing and a blessing to me to see what the children know and understand and what they believe because their prayers are so innocent and so pure that whatever is on their heart comes out. And sometimes it just it breaks my heart to know what's on their heart, and you hear it come through, and it's just it's amazing. And then the things, some of the things, Gabriel is unbelievable at what he understands in the Bible. Sometimes we just ask him, "Do you understand what you read?" And he'll explain it. We're like, "Whoa, that's incredible!" So it's that's just been a blessing for us. And that's one small part of it. I would say if you if you don't have a home church, uh, find a home church, get connected. Um, you know we'll welcome you here. You know a lot of people make excuses. We don't have any friends. We'll be your friends. Mike, Leilani, Gabriel, we'll be your friends. We'll get connected with you. You know it's easy to find excuses. I would say put a, put aside the excuses. Find a home church. Make Grace Bible your home church. Come this weekend. Come next weekend. Come the following weekend. But get connected, get in a small group, find a group of friends that you can trust and that believe in the Lord the way you do. And, and you know, we've all, we both now have a group of friends that we fellowship with, that we trust, that we believe, we have confidence in. Um, and in any situation, they're there for you. And that, that's the most amazing blessing. And that's what Grace Bible Church can be for you and for your family. If you don't have that in your lives, then... It's here for you. 
So I would encourage you to, to get connected. So I think we're all here for a reason. Um, you know, we all have a purpose. But if you're looking for a family Bible and want to start, we have these. So if you're interested, just let us know. And give them a hand. Thank you. <laughs> I, love, I love that encouragement. And, you know, it's like we would love to have you here. Love to have you here. You know, it's so, it's so fun to be able to see uh, the kids on a regular basis. I, myself and a few of us, we do the chapels for the preschoolers. And so we'll, we'll read the Bible stories with them and then we'll, we'll do a song or some sort of little activity. So it's super fun to see them and to be able to continually see them all the time, give them high fives and watch them grow up. There's some of the preschoolers that are now in fifth grade that, that I've been, you know, did chapel for them. And so it's very encouraging to, to see that. And if, you know, if this is not where you want to be, there are tons of great, awesome churches on this island that you could find a home, that you could call home. But we really want to encourage you and challenge you to, to take a little leap of faith and step out and find a church family that you can connect with, that, that you can uh, do life together. As uh, Mike was saying, getting into a small group, a group of people, whether it be girls with girls, guys with guys, couples and couples or whatnot, and just to do life together, to talk through issues that are going on in the house, going on in the world. What does the Bible say about this? How can we keep each other accountable and, and help each other grow with, within this situation? So I just want to thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to pray, and then Andrea's going to come up, and I think the preschoolers might be ready a little bit. So let's bow our heads. Lord, we thank you so much for who you are. We thank you that you are the reason that we're here. You are the reason that we can that we can have joy even in the midst of suffering. You are the reason that we have relationship with you, that we do not have a, a, a bleak and, and dark future, but we have a future that is bright and a future that lands with you for all eternity. We thank you for that. We thank you that you love each and every single one of us, that you came to earth for relationship, and that you challenge us, just in your word, you challenge us to love each other, to love our neighbor, to love the person on our left, the person on our right, the, our enemies, as we love ourselves. And we thank you so much. We thank you, we praise you. And if any, anybody here in this place, if you do not know the Lord and you do not have a personal relationship with him, it, with every eye closed and every head bowed, if, if that's you if, you, if you don't have that relationship with God, but you feel that that's something that you want, if that's something that you want, okay, can you raise your hand, everybody with your eyes closed, nobody looking around, if that's you, you raise your hand this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And if that's you this morning, I just want you to sincerely repeat after me uh, and pray this prayer. And everybody, if you want to, you can repeat it as well. Just say, dear Lord, forgive me. I recognize that I'm a sinner. But you came to earth and you lived the life that I could not live. And you died the death that I should have died. 
you came back from the dead and ascended into heaven. I trust in you for my salvation. Forgive me of my sins. And I accept you as my Lord, my master, and my savior. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, if you said that for the first time, I just want to applaud you. You've just entered into a family, a family of people. And there's a party in heaven going on for you in your honor, in your name, because they know and we know that you're going to be there with us. And so with that being said, Andrea, here you go.